Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. So, I look in the paper today and I see my good friend Philip Nolan. Well, I don't know if he's my friend or not. But anyway, I see Philip Nolan and his article says, Kids today running around trying to save the planet when they could be yawning through algebra. Initially, I thought to myself, Oh, Philip actually agrees with me on something, which would be rare. But no, Philip, you don't agree with me. No, I don't. I think it's terrific to see children getting motivated to do something about an issue that's clearly of much more concern to them than it probably is to you or me, since realistically, uh, statistically, I probably have about 31 years left. <laughs> I don't think it's <laughs> Ah, James, don't be writing yourself much. off. Particularly, you're looking so well in that picture with your new shirt and you don't be writing yourself off yet, the Philip. The shirt. <laughs> but Philip, I mean, could they not have had the march, and this is what I said when Kitty Holland put it up last week and encouraged people to take the day off, could they not have had the march on a Sunday? Or a bank holiday next week, there's a bank holiday. Or well, a you Saturday. Might the, you might say the same about any strike. I mean, why do people it's not a strike, strike Philip. work? It's not a strike. You're not trying to upset anybody. I mean, if it was a strike, like, for example, I've said on numerous occasions with the amount of strikes that happen with the teachers that maybe the ch- children and the students should be a little bit pissed off about it and go and strike themselves over the fact that they're not getting an education because there's so many days off. But this is not a strike against anybody. It's a strike against the state. So when we had our water protests, we always got a better turnout when we did it at the weekend. Yeah, but the thing about it is that people, by and large, probably wouldn't notice what simply would be a protest. I mean, if, if, if children are out of school, that will be newsworthy. Uh, you know, a, a gang of kids showing up outside a city hall on a Sunday probably wouldn't generate the same amount of publicity as this is going to do. And surely the point of all protest is to make sure that you get maximum coverage for it. Yeah, but I mean, you've got kids on average, I don't know what the extra amount of days they get off, 150 days off school every year. I mean, there's any number of days that we could have used apart from that, where people are in work as well, where you could have caused a little bit of a hoo-ha in town, you know, with people marching up O'Connell Bridge or down O'Connell Street or whatever it happens to be in Dublin or in Cork or Limerick or Galway. Those days would have been adequate as well. There's how many holy days do they get off? What I'm saying is their education is equally as important. And I don't believe the average kid in school really cares too much about it. They see it as a day off school. Yeah, God, I would completely disagree with you now. From from any of the young people that I know, it probably is the single most pressing issue that they actually face and the one they're genuinely most concerned about. I think we're concerned for them, but I don't know if they're concerned about themselves. And and, and you talk to any child and they're far more aware of things like single-use plastics and why they need to be eradicated. And they're far more aware about the effect that plastics are having on oceans and things like that. They are much more environmentally aware than we are. Absolutely no no question about that. I mean, I'm not not going to get into debates with you about climate change because you specifically (laughs) don't want to. Because I think we we both... There are parts we might agree on, by the way, equally. We would agree on, but there are other parts, you know, that we might not agree on, all right? But in relation to what this, this is going to achieve... And I'm seeing a lot of people online, even some of the texts coming in here, I won't be taking my kids off school. Now, I think it's quite hypocritical, as you rightly pointed out. Mammy and Daddy are going to pick the kids up in their five-seater or seven-seater and use as much petrol getting into town, finding a space, uh, and do more damage to, to our climate uh, than they're actually trying to save. And I understand the point. The yeah, presume that making. person has actually heard of things called buses and Lewis's, yeah? <laughs> well, the majority of people are not going to use buses and Lewis's because we will still drive cars. I mean, yeah, Leo Varadkar supports it. If they're on strike with their classmates, by and large, the chances are on Friday their parents will be at work next Friday I'm pretty sure that anybody who's going out and protest with an entire school uh, is going to get a public transport to the demonstration not to have mummy and daddy drive them in a seven seater SUV and, and Leo said he supports it of course as well he supports the children taking the day off school uh, meanwhile Leo will jump onto a plane heading off to Brussels which probably does more damage to the carbon footprint than any car yeah. there's, there's, no, there's absolutely no question that there's a, a massive amount of hypocrisy about climate change I totally agree with you um, you know Al Gore obviously was very famously behind one but of the 
get a personal interest, didn't he? had a 20-room house with every light on at night, you know what I mean? But Al, Al Gore had a personal interest. Obviously, he was involved in some, uh, he had a huge amount of shares in some air conditioning company. So, I mean, he, he had a personal interest in trying to promote the whole idea of climate change anyway. Indeed, but that's said and done. I mean, if we start using the worst examples to justify inaction, then we've already lost, you know? I mean... There's nothing wrong with idealism. Uh, when, when I was the age of most of these children nowadays, I was very uh, just idealistic about the changes I would like to have seen in Ireland. And in the course of my lifetime, the vast majority of those have actually come about. So that and, there's and what do you think? I mean, idealistic. what can we do? I mean, realistically, we live in a small country, okay? Unfortunately, our road system is not great, so we can't all really cycle to work. Or, you know, or no, get... I certainly can't. I mean, I live in North County well, Wexford. Absolutely. There's no public transport here. Absolutely. So, so, no so realistically, are we going to... I mean... I know we're not getting into a climate change argument, right? But what I'm saying is, if we pulled all the planes out of the sky, took all the cars off the streets, or suddenly went electric, by the way, electricity has to be produced anyway, but we all went electric, right? In cars, for example, and pulled all the planes out of the sky. Or we managed to, to develop electric planes, which I'm sure will be in the future at some point, maybe not in my lifetime, in your lifetime. Yeah, no, I think that that will happen sooner rather than later, but go ahead. But, I mean, do you really think that's going to make a huge amount of difference? Is that, is that really, in, when we look at the span of the longevity of this planet of ours, and, and look, at some point we are going to become extinct. That's just the way, the natural things, the way things that's happen. That's very fatalistic now. <laughs> I know, but we, we will. I mean, they, they, they reckon, I remember watching David Attenborough once talking about the majority of animals in this planet will probably outlast us. We will probably be extinct before a lot of animals in this, in this well, planet. A lot of them might kill us because like 14.5% of all greenhouse gases are actually generated by farmyard livestock. So, you know, I mean, well, you could argue that you know the, the paddy fields in China. I mean, have a huge carbon footprint. Um, the, the, in Florida, we've got you know these farmers who are creating, are taking oranges and strawberries and letting them rot on purpose to fix, uh, price fix. That is in, in in itself causes great problems as well to the carbon footprint of the planet. So there is a lot of, as you rightly said, a lot of hypocrisy. But the point I'm making is, if we did all those things, even if we did all those things, Philip. The, in the big scheme of things, is it going to make any difference to something that occurs reasonably naturally? I'm not saying we don't have an effect on it, but it occurs reasonably naturally. Are we going to have a huge effect on it? Well, I mean, I think, you know, again, we were not going to get into a debate on climate change. No, I'm only asking but, you. But, but, like, you know, it, it, things are changing. I mean, 30% of all new cars sold in Norway this year will be fully electric cars. They have, uh, and 99% of the electricity for those cars will be generated by hydroelectric power. There is absolutely no carbon. I'd love an electric car, but I just don't have faith in the system yet, and I don't think I don't think people generally have well, faith yet. Well, unfortunately, we we've fallen very far behind. I mean, I, obviously because I write about cars as well and often drive electric ones. I mean, the infrastructure here is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Uh, between if I take a car from Dublin down to my house in North County Wexford on the M11, there is one set of charging points at the Apple Green Services in in. Conestro. And are they all working? That there are two of them, and they all work. But the problem is that because there's been a 500% increase in electric car sales so far this year, from low base now, and, but that's said and done, when I get there now, by and large, they're often already busy, and it takes half an hour to get to an 80% charge. It's not like filling your car in three minutes if you have petrol or diesel. Mm-hmm. So these are issues that definitely have to be addressed. But they're not going to be addressed by children marching next week. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't know. How many schools, I mean, have you been looking into this? How many schools are actively saying they're going to, you I know, bring the kids to the protest? But I mean, on the Fridays for Future Ireland uh, website, so it's fridaysforfuture.ie if kids want to have a look at it there. There are strikes planned already for Cork, Meath, Galway, Dublin, Limerick, Kildare, Kerry and Clare. Um, and I'm sure there will be more than that. And then on fridaysforfuture.org, which is the international site, um, they also have a Facebook page, and there literally are inquiries from pretty much 
every country you can think of from kids asking where they can actually turn out uh, next Friday to do this. It is, a, it, you know, it, it's a global movement. And while I think that, you know, because this is probably the first time most of us have heard of it, it may not be, you know, massive in terms of participation this year. But it's the type of thing I can only see growing. And I think we only have to look at last year to see the impact that children can make. You know, after the Parkland school shooting in Florida, uh, the March for Our Lives in, in Washington, D.C., uh, this time, more or less this time last year, actually, uh, was hugely supported. And you might say, well, what did they have, have achieved? But nobody expects achievements to, you know, take place within a month or a year or even 10 years. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giving out about it. I mean, look, I, you know, we have a difference of opinion on climate change, and that's fine, right? And, and look, if people do want to go in there and do a bit of tree hugging, absolutely. I, nah, I, I, that, that, that's it. Not <laughs> I mean, I think that's very unfair. You no, but accuse, I'm just you know, saying, you know, Philip, but they want to do it, do it. You can't accuse children of tree hugging. No, I'm just a, saying a, people, a, a child, people, no, people. hang on a second. A child who's 14 years old today, okay, probably will live for another 70 years. Those 70 years could be crucial in the history of the planet. A rise of two degrees in the temperature, the annual global temperature, will have a huge impact on sea levels. And, and by I've been here, we've been hearing that for 50 years. By, 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 hang on, by, it'll have a huge influence on, on sea levels. And, I, you know, don't forget... Well, but Philip, I, I, again, talk. I know you didn't want to get into it, but if we were to listen to the experts, you know, who talk about climate change for the last 50 years, they... They talked about the, the, the rise in sea levels and they predicted this catastrophe uh, over the next, you know, 30 to 40 years. It didn't happen. But, you know, I mean, if Ireland was to see a rise in sea levels or England, for example, which would have a flatter plane than we have in, in a lot of the, the, the coastlines in England, we'd all be flooded by now. So the point is no, that I'm, I'm not suggesting these things don't happen. Thousands of scientists, thousands of scientists every five, six years, whatever it is, feed into the United Nations Intergovernmental uh, Report on Climate Change, okay? Mm-hmm. Thousands of scientists, yep. and the science is good. And if I'm going to talk about climate change... I'm not change, going to say it's no, not. No, 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 but to be honest with you, I'm, I'm just going to say, if I'm going to listen to who to believe on climate change... Yeah, it's not Niall Boylan. I'll, I think I'll take my, <laughs> my advice from scientists rather than Absolutely, from but and, I, and I've read a lot of stuff about it, Philip, you know, and I see the word probably used I, quite a lot. I wouldn't ask them for their opinion on the latest album from the Chainsmokers. I might ask you, but when it comes I, to who science, the Chainsmokers? Who's the Chainsmokers? <laughs> they're a band. <laughs> yeah, I, if you want to ask me about Pink Floyd, you can ask them, they're not the Chainsmokers. Uh, well, look, Philip, I wish everybody the best of luck who's going to the march. So do I, and I hope every child in the country gets out there and just makes noise because adults need to listen to children a little bit more. All right, it's on the 15th of March. It kicks off at the Garden Remembrance, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, Philip Green, actually, yeah. Oh, Stephen's Green. Yeah. Okay, all right. So it's walking up to the Garden of Remembrance. All right, okay. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed, Philip. I appreciate Here's it. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.